Hey everybody, it's Jeff Desiato here, back for another episode, episode 21 of the Real Person, Real Needs podcast. We didn't have a new episode last week, and I apologize that there have been some hiccups over the last couple weeks, and we haven't been getting the podcast out as consistently as I'd like. Um, finished my my theater production and proceeded to get very fatigued and and sick, and ended up you know having asthma issues and things like that. So talking for 20, 25 minutes was not the best solution for me. Um, so I'm back. I'm feeling better, feeling healthy, and uh, I'm excited about our topic today. One thing that's nice about taking a week off is that it kind of gives you an opportunity to articulate the topic a little bit uh, better. And um, today's topic is pursuing your dream means saying goodbye to lesser pursuits. And I want to take some of the thoughts that I had that I had written down over these last two weeks and just kind of go over them with you guys. And uh, hopefully you get something out of this. So something we talk about on this podcast a lot is, number one, being authentic and generous, which is the whole idea behind real person, real needs. But something that um, is very heavy on my heart to share with you is encouraging and motivating people to find out what they were created to do. It doesn't necessarily mean that that's what your job is going to be, but that we would prioritize those things that are truly important and begin to pursue those unique areas in which we've been gifted um, and, and spend time doing those things and you know, de-emphasize the things that don't bring satisfaction or joy out of our lives. And uh, that's kind of what we're going to talk about a little bit today. And I'll, again, I'll use my own life as an example. But before we get started, I am happy to report we're going to begin having some more frequent guests on the podcast, which I'm really excited about. I've reached out to several entrepreneurs uh, locally uh, in the area of Montgomery County, Pennsylvania, and uh, they are we're in the process of scheduling those things, and uh, that's something that's really exciting to me. I want to be able to share with you people just like you who had a vision, had an idea, and wanted to pursue it, and, and how they went about that, some some different concerns or, or roadblocks that they encountered personally, let let you hear their story because you're tired of hearing my story by now, I'm sure. Um, but hopefully over these first 20 episodes, you get a really good sense of what we're all about here, real person, real needs. And, uh, you know, for now, the guests, I'm, I'm handpicking them. So I know uh, you may be interested in being on the podcast and things like that, but uh, I'm not really, it's not really an open invite situation. It's more of by invitation only. Um, as I, you know, wade into these waters, which I'm not really familiar with, but I appreciate you guys listening, subscribing. We are on, uh, we're now on and available on pretty much every podcasting platform. So Stitcher, iTunes, Podbean, whatever you guys use, uh, we should soon be on Google play. Google play now use is going to be having podcasts and real person, real needs will be on there as well. So Share the word or spread the word, share the wealth, and uh, let people know what we're doing here on the podcast. I love it. I love hearing from you guys. So if you want to send me an email, Jeff, G E O F F, at realpersonrealneeds.com, or you can just go to the website, realpersonrealneeds.com, and find the contact form there and, and get in touch with me. You can also subscribe to get the bi weekly emails, um, additional content, videos, things like that that are, that are outside of the podcast format. Uh, but this idea of saying goodbye to lesser pursuits, uh, let's get started. Uh, when you're pursuing your dream, uh, 
you're faced with the – unfortunately, you have to say a lot of goodbyes to other things. But some of these goodbyes are good, like when you say goodbye to your own limited perception that you've been carrying around about what you can achieve. Uh, we've talked about this on the podcast before, but also we get to say goodbye to the naysayers who try to keep us from our own pursuit. And I saw a quote that said something like uh, – don't allow people who are living their nightmare to tell you that you can't live your dream. And and a lot of times people come around us when we start to talk about doing something of more magnitude, more significance, breaking out of the mold. We're breaking ourselves free from bondage of you know, our own limitations. And you start to hear people criticize and they start to say things, but it's because they're living from their point of view, their limited mindset. And we're not going to be bothered by that. We get we sometimes we have to say goodbye to those relationships. We have to disconnect from those people because they're constantly holding us down and and planting seeds of doubt in our life. Uh, some goodbyes are are difficult. Those you know those are the the easy ones in a lot of ways because it's like you don't want those limitations. But sometimes we have to say goodbye and let go of what we once believed we were going to be, and that's what we're going to talk about a little bit on this podcast. I personally am really good at saying hello. Uh, for instance, I've started a number of, um, you know, or false started, I should say, a number of different career paths in my life. We've talked about them on the podcast before. Uh, you know, I've talked more about my my radio career uh, and then my career in, in corporate America and that kind of thing. But even before then, I was, you know, I've had a, jobs as a tow truck driver. I've had jobs as a barista. I've had jobs working with youth. I've had jobs doing, I mean, pretty much anything, food service, customer service, banking, all that stuff. I've kind of bounced around like a pinball machine. Uh, so I'm good at starting things. And every time I step into something, I think maybe this is the thing. Hopefully this new endeavor, which is my self-employment, is not that. I'm pretty sure it's not because it can kind of be whatever I steer it to be, which is what is so attractive about it. Uh, but I'm really good at starting things and, and telling people, hey, I'm going to do this new thing. For instance, I, I I had come up with the idea that I was going to start a production company that dealt with audio editing and producing, uh, you know, radio images for, you know, airplay, things like that. Like when you hear Z, 94.7, those types of things. I was going to create that. I had experience with that. And uh, I was also going to help churches and, and businesses that had audio archives that were analog or on cassette transfer them and digitize them and be and begin to build that catalog in the digital world, whether through podcasts or through uh, audio players on their website, etc. Well, nothing happened with that. It never came about. I didn't really pursue it because as I started to think about it and realize, it wasn't something I was truly passionate about. Now, before I started this podcast, before I left my job in corporate America and went into self-employment as a real estate agent, at one point, I was a document management associate for a pharmaceutical company, which sounds just as exciting as it was. Uh, I was an aspiring musician, original artist, you know, uh, creating my own songs, writing, recording. Uh, as you know, I've been an aspiring actor. I was a radio host of a radio program that I produced and created along with a friend of mine, and we ran for seven years, completely unpaid. I edited content. For the radio station, for the radio show, I've also been a a freelance graphic designer uh, and a church administrator. All of that was happening at the same time at one point in my life. As as things were coming to an end, winding down, I was adding more and more to my plate. 
The trouble was that I could see myself pursuing any and all of those things on any given day. I thought, oh, maybe I'm going to be an audio editor. Maybe I'm going to be a graphic designer. Maybe I'm going to make this radio thing happen. Maybe I'm supposed to just work for a church and put in my time there. Even more troubling, I wasn't really successful in any one category. I could get things done, and I was always reliable, but to the average person, they seemed to be, uh, you know, they, they looked and said, oh, you do this really well. But I wasn't as successful in the sense that I felt like this is it. This is my calling, where everything else started to take a back seat. I hadn't found that spot yet. But there came a time in my life when I realized that in order to do something that I loved and do it to the best of my ability, I would need to say goodbye to lesser pursuits. And that's a hard thing because I did talk about in a previous episode about don't get labeled. Don't say this is what I do. This is what I am because you can have many areas and avenues that you touch and have an impact in. But if you don't have a singular focus, if you don't have a singular practice, the thing that you are driving your life towards, then all those other things will take a back seat, whether by intention or not. So if you count down the list of all those things, the first thing on my list that had to be put to rest was my radio career, which is funny to be saying that on a podcast that has now been downloaded almost 500 times and we're on episode 21. But at the time, I realized that was the first thing to go. I, you know, I originally wanted to get into sports broadcasting. Then I kind of used that as an opportunity to create a, a Christian radio program with a friend of mine that was on a Christian station. And uh, we went went for seven years. We were we were broadcasting on satellite stations around the country, getting good feedback. The content was good, and uh, I really got a lot of fulfillment and satisfaction out of that. But it, there came a time where it was say where where it had run its course, and I realized that I was not going to leave everything behind to pursue radio. It was more of just a hobby at that point. And in order to really pursue the things that I was passionate about, I had to say goodbye to that. And you know, it was a difficult decision to make. Um, but when I looked at it, in hindsight, I had spent $10,000 on broadcasting school before this because I wanted to make it in the radio industry. That was my goal. After seven years of spending 10 to 15 hours a week producing and hosting this radio show, which was, again, completely unpaid, I realized this was not what I was created to do. So I, you could scratch off radio host slash audio editor from that list of things that I was doing, and that started to, to crystallize. It started to, to bring into focus what I was meant to do. So I, I, I laid aside that one pursuit of the radio thing. The next thing on my list was my desire to be a rock star. I didn't go to college. I was always a musician. I, I always felt that music was going to have a part in my life. But as we said, until we start to pursue, until we start on the pathway to our dream, those things are unclear. But as you start to move forward, you start to see that maybe music has a part in your life, but it's not the part that you thought it would play. I had spent years writing, recording, performing original music in the hopes of becoming a professional recording artist. That was like my goal from the time that I was a teenager. But after spending 12 and a half years working on my music, culminating in a two and a half year endeavor to create my magnum opus, I created a rock opera that I co-wrote and, and recorded and engineered, did, did all of the heavy lifting, even the graphic design. We released it. I realized that I didn't have the passion for creating music that I once had. I had spent myself, uh, everything that I, I, all the creative energy in that world went into this project and I really didn't have anything left to give. So it was time to put those dreams away. Now, music is still a part of my life. I still perform regularly. 
but it's not the goal. It's more now I perform as a cover artist and I do it as a profession to help put food on the table of my family and not as a passion. So there's a difference there. Um, I don't need, I don't need it. I don't need to be that person on stage singing my own music created and people singing along. Whereas that was the driving force of my life for a very long time. Now I have no problem singing other people's music. I get paid. People have fun. They dance and I get to go home and I can put it down. I don't have to think about it. It doesn't, um, monopolize my time. So when we update the list, we can scratch off aspiring musician, writer, recording artist. So now we're down to only document management associate, aspiring actor, graphic designer, and church administrator. So during all of this time, the acting thing had always taken a backseat to other passions since it seemed so impractical and unrealistic. But it continued to nag me every time I saw a theater production or was able to participate in one. The trouble with that was I could no longer justify giving that much time, which was you know several nights a week. Um, and then as you get closer to the production, you're there every night of the week, weekends, etc. It didn't pay anything. And I couldn't justify, after putting in 40 to 50 hours a week at a job that I hated, that was the only thing providing for me financially, um, I couldn't justify spending additional time away from my family doing this acting thing. And I just have to say, you know, I, I know my attitude is, is and was incredibly poor at the time talking about corporate America, and I apologize for that. So that attitude really made my job seem a lot worse than it really was. God was gracious to provide for me, even though I was completely ungrateful at the time. We never suffered, uh, and I'm very grateful for that now in hindsight. Um, but there were certain things over the years that would come into my life that briefly brought me into the daylight and alleviated those negative emotions, such as a theater production, or I would count down the days, uh, in order to take a vacation with my family. I mean, my wife cracked up because it was always, oh, our vacation's in 60 days. What was 60 days ago? Okay. That didn't seem that long ago. So that means our vacation's not that far from now. Does that make sense? I still do that sometimes, but it's amazing. I just talked to her and I said, I don't count down the days to the next fun event or to the next reprieve from anxiety, depression, or whatever it may be, the next highlight of life. I don't do that anymore because I'm pursuing something that is I'm passionate about every day. And it's really lifted the dark clouds off of my life. Um, for me, there was an opportunity to help plan a church in my hometown, which I was so on board with. And I thought, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. As you know, I'm a man of faith. I'm heavily involved in church. And to be a part of something that I, you know, from its very early stages, from the very beginning, uh, I thought that, okay, God, this is why I haven't succeeded in these other areas because this is where I should be giving my full time. And about six months into that, I started, the depression started to creep back in. And I couldn't justify it. I couldn't understand it because I was thinking that, I'm just going to work at my job, and this is going to be uh, the creative outlet. Because I was able to do a lot of the things that I felt passionate about. I was able to write and and uh, do graphic design for the church and and edit audio and, and work on the website and all this stuff. So that was satisfying that creative side in a limited way. But it wasn't it. And I knew that there was something still holding me back. Um, as I, 
as I outlined many times before, I knew it was time for me to fight my way out of this depression and malaise that clouded my, my days. Something needed to be done and soon. For me, the solution came in the form of going to real estate school, going into business for myself, and even then, I couldn't have imagined how differently things would start to look once I got a clear head and a fresh perspective on things. And this is something that I said before, and I think it was episode 14, you can go back and listen to that one, preparing for the journey. Sometimes the next step isn't the final step, but in order to get a clear perspective and a fresh perspective on things, we need to be able to get out of whatever that dark cloud is. So I've often said to people, if you are stuck in a job and it's and it hounds you and you hate it, you hate getting out of bed and going to that job, you're not going to be able to think clearly to get to the next thing because you're going to see that as your salvation and it's not going to be because you're going to get there and your attitudes are going to be the same and you're going to be struggling just as just as you would once the novelty wears off of a new job. It's like a honeymoon phase that everybody has with a new job. But if you can find a place, a safe place to gather your thoughts, whether it's a parallel move or lateral move, I'm sorry, that's what I meant to say, um, or doing something else that's similar, it's not your ideal situation, but you can use that honeymoon phase of that job where it seems like salvation to think clearly about what the next step, the true next step is. I don't see anything wrong with that, especially in, in our culture today where uh, job loyalty is not uh, rewarded as it once was. Um, so even when I got into real estate, I knew in the back of my head this was a means to an end. The real estate was going to allow me to do the things that I'm really passionate about. And hey, I like working in real estate. I like what it allows me to do, that it help, I can help people buy their first home or downsize and sell a home that's really a burden to them or help a family who's just lost a loved one deal with that huge uh, aspect of, of dealing with an estate and selling the home and this big thing. I love being able to help people and meet that need. That's an important part of life. Everybody needs a safe place to live. And that's what really excites me about real estate. But what also excites me about real estate is that I have the flexibility to determine how I use my time. I know if I have things in the works, I can work on those things. And if everything's in line, then I have this other time where I can create, where I can do the podcast, where I can write a, a, a newsletter, I can do these things, and I can keep those creative juices flowing constantly. And that's exciting to me. Um, for you, though, it may be something completely different. I'm not saying everybody should be getting real estate so they, they are their own boss and all that stuff because not everybody's cut out for that. Not everybody has that same type of entrepreneurial spirit uh, that would allow them to function without someone helping them along the way. But whatever the solution is, it always comes with a cost, and that's what we've been talking about. I had already begun to realize the things I had been chasing in order to bring ultimate fulfillment were not doing their job. Uh, you know, when we update the list, I can remove document management associates. So now I'm down to entrepreneur, aspiring actor, graphic designer, church admin. And under that entrepreneur, that branches out even beyond to um, you know, podcast host and, and, and content creator. And that's exciting. So the things are starting to either come under one umbrella or be removed that are distracting me from the ultimate goal. The things that I thought were, you know, I need the right job to feel fulfilled or I need the right I need to feel like I'm doing what I was created to do. I now begin to realize 
they weren't fulfilling me is because they weren't designed to fulfill me. The trouble was is that I was looking at my external circumstances when the problem was internal. It was my mind and my heart. I was torn between too many passions. I was like, oh, I could, I could be a radio star. I could be a rock star. I could be a pastor. I could be a actor. I could be whatever. I was not being who I was created to be, but rather who I felt others expected me to be because I was dabbling in so many different areas. I couldn't do the things I was created to do, which is sharing a message and performing. Those are the two things that really, if you sum it all up, are what I'm created to do is to share a message of hope and to sometimes walk through the fire for people so that they can either know how to navigate the fire or avoid the fire completely. I feel like sometimes I'm a human guinea pig because people listen to the podcast and they say, wow, he went through some stuff. I'm on the verge of that. I don't want to go that route, whatever. Or they can take it and say, I can walk through this fire because I know somebody else that has done that. And that's great. And that message of finding your purpose is very important. And that's what I like to share. And I like to meet other people's needs. I like to put other people ahead and have everybody in a comfortable situation where they feel safe. And ultimately, I like to perform. I like to be out. I love to be in front of people and making them smile, making them cry, whatever it may be. And I like to do it without feeling guilty about it. So for you, there may be, you may have a lot of balls in the air and that, and you're just called to do that for this time period because you're a, you're a parent, you're a spouse, you're a, an employee, an employer, whatever it may be, a volunteer. But it's important that we don't allow those lesser pursuits to take up our time. There's a couple quotes that I'll share with you at this time. Um, Paolo Coelho has two, actually, that are really interesting. One always has to know when a stage comes to an end. If we insist on staying longer than the necessary time, we lose the happiness and the meaning of the other stages we have yet to go through. Closing cycles, shutting doors, ending chapters, whatever name we give it, what matters is to leave in the past the moments of life that have finished. For me, I had to admit that I was not going to be a radio personality. I had to admit I was not going to be a performing artist in, uh, in the music genre. I had to admit that corporate America was not going to satisfy me. And that had to be okay. And, and even recently, I had to admit, at least for a time, that this church plant, this thing that I was so passionate and gung-ho about, was becoming an idol. It was holding me back rather than allowing me to find the purpose. Because when we look and we look at people and put people ahead of us, they can let us down and they can lead us astray. And it was a tough decision to come to. But I said to my wife you know, a number of months ago when I was starting to come through this process about, you know, what are the things that I could live without? And I said, really, if I could just make enough money doing something that I was passionate about for us to eat and to have a place to live and act, I would be a happy man. I don't have to play a guitar ever again. I, I, I do it. I, it's a profession for me. But it's not the thing that charges me. I get a lot of joy and, and fulfillment out of it was at one time, but that's okay, and it's hard to admit those things. Other people say, what do you mean you don't want to do this anymore? 
And they'll they'll criticize you and say like, well, maybe just for now or season. What? Yeah, that's fine. If it comes back out, that's fine. But for me, I need to realize that these things have come to an end or else I'll never be able to focus the attention necessary to do the one thing that I've been created to do. Helen Keller said, when one door of happiness closes, another opens. But often we look so long at the closed door that we do not see the one which has been opened for us. Don't fall into that trap because we all can. Don't stare so much at the door that's been closed that you, you miss the opportunity to see the one that's opening in front of you. Finally, Paulo Coelho says, close some doors today. Not because of pride, incapacity, or arrogance, but simply because they lead you nowhere. Hard words. Hopefully they, they speak to you. Pursuing your dream means saying goodbye to lesser pursuits. It's time to man up, to put away some childish things, those those things that we you know that we are failing to admit are not our calling because it was something that we loved once upon a time. I know in the previous podcast we talked about dreaming like a child and that's fine and that's okay as long as it's your dream now and thinking that way. The problem is is that we can also sometimes hold on to old dreams instead of dreaming new dreams and seeing what, you know, as we move down the pathway, how things change and edit and move and, and, and morph into something better. We don't want the dreams of yesteryear to hold us back from achieving the dreams of today. So that's the message for today. Hopefully you've, you've enjoyed the topic today. Uh, let me know. Subscribe on iTunes. Leave a review on iTunes if you don't mind. We'd love to hear from you. Send me a message. Follow me on Twitter at Desiato Homes. Uh, you can also like like me on Facebook. If you have a hard time finding me, you can search my name. Um, you can find all my social media links, the YouTube channel, everything, by going to my website, realpersonrealneeds.com. That's it. Until next time, be authentic, be generous, build a community. Be a real person who meets real needs. Thanks for listening and Godspeed.